Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Mishnah's Beitzah, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Beis, and Mishnah Gimel. And as we said, this Mishnah is all about the laws of Yom Tov and the laws of Muksa. And I think the easiest way to sum up what's probably one of the most complicated areas to define in Halacha, i.e. Muksa, is things have to be prepared in order to be used on Yom Tov or Shabbos. If they're not prepared, one cannot use them, although we assume that most things that people typically use are considered prepared, and therefore one doesn't have to go around and point to, I'm designating this to be used, I'm designating that to be used, I'm designating that to be used. Okay. However, birds and chayos, wild animals, non-domesticated animals, one has to cover the blood up with dirt. This is called kisei hadam, it's a mitzvah in the Torah. Now, the, there are a number of issues that we're gonna that could be discussed here, and that is digging a hole in order to get dirt, breaking down dirt which is together, which is clumped together, which could be tochen. Here, Beishamah says he may, um, assuming he has this dirt which is doesn't have to be broken down, he's allowed to uh, cover it over, um, and we're not concerned of the issue of muksa of the ground being muksa. First, he may not slaughter an animal unless the earth is completely prepared the previous day. Okay, why? Again, we're assuming here, let's just assume now we're not discussing breaking the earth down or digging holes. The issue is only the muksa point, and that if you have dirt, dirt typically not used, so you have to actually designate it prior to Yonda and say, this is going to be used tomorrow for covering up the uh, blood of the animal. Umodim, however, they still agrees, Shim Shachat, if a person goes ahead and, and shechs an animal, Shachat Bedek Vichasa. They may dig up earth with a shovel and use it to cover the blood. As in, we're talking about earth that was. Uh, the shovel was stuck before Yontif, there's no, no hole that's actually being made, but he agrees that in the event you you violate this Dirabanan of shechting, so then we allow you to save yourself by co- by covering the blood over, so you're not in violation of Daraisa, of not doing Kisei Adam. And then he says, Sha'af Rakir Muchanu. And it's a little, there's a little bit of a, dis- a dispute what exactly this next clause is. Is it going with the previous one, or is it just saying, by the way, if you have ashes, ashes may also work for Kisei Adam, that's coming from your uh, from your fireplace. That's considered muchan. That's considered prepared. Why is it considered prepared? Because the person has the assumption, even though he didn't specifically set it aside, that person knows prior to Yontif that in the event I need these ashes to cover up my blood, I'm going to use them. And therefore, offer kira muchanu. Again, this is a good example of here is something ashes where a person it can go either way, and a person doesn't have to specifically designate it. A person just knows prior to Yontif this is typically what's done, and therefore we consider it done. Next, beishami omrim. A person has dove coats. And let's think about them as these uh, large uh, ant, uh, birdhouses on top of on top of uh, you know high up in the in the air, and they need a, a the way to access them is through a ladder. The says a person cannot move a ladder from one to the next, and the issue is because it looks like a person is going to fix his roof. You bring a ladder on the roof. Why are you doing so? It's going to fix the roof. Fixed group is biblically prohibited, so therefore we rabbinically forbade you from moving the ladder around. Rather, Beis says, you know what you can do? You can tilt it from one window to the next. Again, assuming the dove has multiple windows, you can tilt it from one to the next, but you're not allowed to pick up this ladder and move it around. But still, Matir, but still is not concerned. He says, you could, one is in fact allowed to move it around as long as no one can see you. That's a bit of a cryptic comment because normally we say that Maris Ayin, when there's an appearance of wrongdoing that's forbidden even even in your own personal personal private inner chamber. However, let's just, for now, we're not going to get into it. Basil says, as long as no one can see, you can move it around. These doves, these doves are considered muksa, and unless you pick them up and shake them prior to Yom and say, I'm going to use this tomorrow, it's considered muksa. 
But still, no, you don't know to pick it up physically. You could just point and say, that's the dove I'm going to take, that's the other dove I'm going to take, and that removes the muksa status, no need to shake them. I wish you all a wonderful day.